You know, so many for so long have dealt with some of the greatest battles and that battle, that warfare is within the mind. And in the series and weeks and months to come, I want to be able to help teach and train and help you to get from where you are to where God has called and destined for you to be. You know, we need to start knocking down the walls where the enemy has come and built in and built up around us, putting strongholds in our life. And God says it's time to bam, kick down the walls of injustice, to kick down the walls that have kept you bound, and they will become a stepping stone into your freedom. This is our time to get up and to rule and reign in full power, full authority that God has given you. Okay, so now we're going to talk about cherubim. This is the manifestation. I love this. This is the definition. It is a winged celestial being. In the Hebrew word, kirub, is translated by some scholars as one who intercedes or is known as one that has great knowledge. Um, remember, he was the one that also guarded the tree of life. When I am having some of my most intense times, I will pray and ask God to start to release the cherubim because they literally retrieve from heaven the revelation, the knowledge that is needed to be brought back on earth. I want to say that one more time because it's really key that we get this. When I need a revelatory knowledge that I know that I have got to go into the throne, I have got to hear from God, I will pray that he will release his cherubim, that he will release those angels to go because they are guarders of the glory and, and, and the word of God, but that they will go into heaven and bring down exactly what it is I need because they do have a revelatory knowledge and they bring light into a situation. In Genesis 3.24, um, the word declares, it goes, they had been driven out of the Garden of Eden after the fall of man. He says, and the cherubim had flaming swords and they were flashing and it was going back and forth because they were guarding not just their territory, but they were guarding the tree of life. It's critical because in Exodus 26, 1, it talks about when the tabernacle with the 10 curtains that were twisted in their colors, it said the cherubim worked, were worked also in them. Now, the word says that the cherubim with his flaming sword in the fire, which is really a metaphor for the Holy Spirit, the sword is the word of God, and Jesus Christ is just that, the word. But God the Father is the tree of life. In Exodus 25, 18, it says, and he, they were to make two cherubim out of hammered gold at the ends of the cover, which talks about the Ark of the Covenant. This is really, really, really important. Inside the ark, we have the rod of authority, which was Aaron's rod, which is the almond tree, which blooms first. We also had the Ten Commandments, and we also had the manna. I really believe that God is speaking to us right now, that when we understand, when we release the cherubim, that they literally guard and protect the, the wind and fire of God, but that they really can bring a revelatory knowledge from God. You know, sometimes because we're, we're so searching, sometimes we're so desperate crying out to God, but we really can pray and ask the Holy Spirit, you know, to be able to help us battle through, get into heaven, get that word, and bring it back on earth again so that it'll bring life to us. You know, you can read the word sometimes all day long, all night long. A prophet can come and prophesy to you, but when God speaks to you, 
in that wind. When God sends a messenger, you'll know. I, I want to take a second because it's such a key, but I'm really starting to even get bolder myself. And some people laugh and go, Angela, you're so bold now. And I think, no, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, the next verse says, and I pray for a greater boldness to proclaim and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. But I want to take a minute because I get angel feathers. I have been getting, honestly, feathers for the, over the last four years. I can't explain it to you. All I know is that when I start to pray and I start to release the wind or send forth angels to come, I end up with angel feathers. And this is from one of my angels that I I'd prayed they were in great danger. God showed me a few months ago. And as I started to pray, I released the cherubim to go. And I said, I have got to have, you have got to bring me back a revelatory word. I need to know what's going on. And in a second, I saw my friend going through a great, great battle. And in a second, as soon as I started to release the cherubim, this angel's feather just fell. And the Lord says, now this is what you need to do. Now war, now pray. And I found out at the exact time, because we were in different time zones, it was confirmed, not just by them, but their intercessors. At the exact time I'd written everything down is when an angel of light came in and released and that angel took a sword of fire and literally cut the enemy in two and light was brought back. And he was able to be able to pray and war and do the work that he was doing a great work for the kingdom of God. He was bringing great light into areas of great darkness. And literally that cherubim, um, his sword cut through the bone and marrow, cut through and brought life. And it brought a revelatory knowledge of what he needed to do and he did. Now I want to talk about the living creatures. Earlier in the beginning, we talked about angels, but I want to talk on a little bit of a different subject, which is the angels, which is the living creatures, but that have the face of the lion, the ox, the man, and the eagle. In the spirit realm, there can be heard one of many sounds, which we know are the wings of the angels that are moving and releasing and answering the prayers of God's saints. Um, but they also come in human form and in animal form. And I want to take you into the word out of Ezekiel 1, 4. And it says, And I looked and I saw a windstorm coming out of the north. And in this immense cloud with flashing lightning was surrounded by a brilliant light. And in the center of the fire looked like glowing metal. And in that fire was what looked like four living creatures. In their appearance, there was a form of that of a man, there was also, but each of them had four faces and four wings. He said their legs were straight, their feet were like those of a calf that gleamed like burnished bronze. And under their wings, on their four sides, they had the hands of a man. All four of them had faces and wings, and their wings touched one another. And each one went straight ahead, and they did not turn as they moved. Now, I want to take a second because I know that was a lot. But each of the four had the face of a man. And on each right side of their face was that of a lion. And on the left side was the face of an ox. And each also had the face of an eagle. Verse 11 says, such were their faces. And their wings were spread outward and upward. And each had two wings one touching the other creature on each side. 
um, covering their body. And as they started to move, the appearance of the living creatures was like that of burning coals and torches and fire moved um, back and forth through the creatures. And it was so bright that it was like lightning flashing out of them. And it said the creatures moved back and forth. And it talks about verse 15, about they saw the wheel within the wheel that sparkled like crystallite. And all four looked alike and their appearances were made to look like that intersecting inside of the wheel. And it says, and as they moved and faced the direction, they went and did the work of God. I want to take a minute here because I I really want to bring a little bit of a different twist on this. Because when God started teaching me and speaking to this, it really helped me to understand. I tell you, when I, when I re- received this revelation many years ago, I cried and said, God, I don't understand about the lion. And I know that there's a representation. I know it's not just about because they're real. I want you to understand it's real. But I said to him, Father, could you show me on earth? what it is I need to understand. And the Lord says, well, first of all, as they cry out, holy, 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 that is and what is to come. You know, I love Isaiah 55, 8. God says, my ways are not your ways and neither are my thought your thoughts. So sometimes we don't understand. But in the lion, he showed me and said, daughter, the lion is kingdom. It is authority. And the ox has to do with man's labor, which he will perform on this earth until the day he dies. Um, He said, the man in the natural lives here on earth. He said, but the eagle has the spiritual eyes to perceive the depths of who I am because I am who I am. And as I started to pray um, with this revelation, I started to understand, you know, that when, as the lion, the lion is infantry and he is a ground troop. And as the lions roar, the eagles can soar. And we bring back the light, which brings revelation to man. And we keep working like the ox until the work is done. But their job is again, they release God's glory. They carry the coals, the bulls, the prayers of the saints. They are releasing the wind and the fire. And a lot of times, you know, people look at the angels and, of course, you know, they come depicted many ways. But there have been times when an angel will shoot through the room and within a second I'll see a part of a lion's face and I'll see a part of an angel's face. And it's really awesome because I'll see lights and colors all over the place. And God had taught me because I am a seer, which is different than a prophet, but as a seer, I see angels of light. I see darkness. I see colors. I'll know things about people because of the word of knowledge. But I'm telling you, I know because there is an attuneness. There is like, if you take a tuning fork and hit it, it says that all of us had the sound of the letter A. That's the shofar within us. But we can all hear the sound. Well, I believe as seers, God is calling us again to arise and shine. This is our hour to step in. And as we do, we are really able to, to, to understand what's happening. I want you to understand that as we're talking about angels today, I want you to know I do not worship an angel. Um, I never have and I never will. I am not like... So like 
enamored by angels, even though I'm enamored by what they do because God gave them to us to work for us because, again, they are God's angelic justice league. I am not enamored by the darkness because I know that greater is he that is within us than he who is in the world. But, again, as we continue to learn to release the light and learn and to start to understand that God, you know, when I'm when I'm having my times, I'm telling you, I release weapons of mass destruction. They are God's angels. And they are critical for where we're at. They're critical for where we're we're heading into. And again, God, um, you know, speaks to us because he does give us guardian angels. He does provide wisdom. He gives us strength. He gives us protection. He delivers us. Psalm 34, 7 says he, you know, delivers us and encamps around those who fear him. One of my favorite stories with... Um, is about Hannah and she prayed and cried out my my heart rejoices in the Lord because God had heard her cry he sent an angel and within the nine months she did give birth to a child okay now I want to talk to you about this next level which are the archangels they are high-ranking angels they are war they are messengers they are liaisons between God and humans um, there are so many stories throughout the Bible that talk about angels, but the one that many of you know um, about the archangel has to do with Michael. He is the warrior, the hero of the faith. So many times when we are battling for nations, we pray literally for Michael, the warrior angel, the archangel to come in and to battle. There have been times where I have literally gone into the throne rooms, not just of heaven and have gone through areas of heaven, but beloved this is such a key, but angels, it's almost like a monastery up in heaven. It looks like a monastery, but Michael has his own domain up there and the angels are up there waiting to be released and he has the door open at all times. And there are times where we are, we are at war and we have got to pray for that upper ranking angels to come and to battle and to war. And that's what happened in Daniel 10, where um, it talked about because Daniel was so highly favored and he prayed and he warred and he humbled himself before God, but he knew that he had to have a breakthrough. And what ended up happening is Michael battled through from earth into the second heaven, into heaven, and he battled through and he brought forth the word. Now, I want to just say this. I believe that if we would start to pray and start to intercede and start laying down areas and saying, well, it doesn't matter if you're Baptist, you're Catholic, you're Presbyterian, whatever it is, but if we would start coming together and saying, look, it's all for one and one for all, and we would start to put down our own mandates and start to lift up the name of Jesus Christ, lift up the cross and say, look, we are in a battle for truth and justice. Injustice is like this right now, and we have got to bring the scales back. God decrees in Jeremiah 23 that he hates injustice and that we are his workers, but he is also given us workers, which are his angels. And Michael is key. Gabriel is also a key because he is a sound. He releases a sound different than Michael, but do not think that he is not important. You know, sometimes people go, well, you know, there's Michael, but there's Michael, but then yeah, there's Gabriel. No, 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 no. He brought a sound to Mary. You know, God is needing right now for Gabriel once again to release a sound into the airwaves. And in that sound, God says it'll be like a suddenly, just like when 
we go back into the story in the book of Acts um, 8, and it talks about where Saul was on the road to Damascus, and there was a light. The, they saw the light, but only Saul, God said, heard a sound. We've got to be able to hear and release a sound right now. And I want to pray that, you know, you may think, well, my gosh, I can't release Michael. And I've seen Michael at times where he literally has stars that they propel around his head. And as soon as we start to war and we get in a major intercession, I watch as the stars literally shoot out and they bomb the star like bombs and explodes. And it literally takes out darkness. He has at different times, you know, he has weapons and, and axes and swords and flames and um, just all these different pieces that are to him, different clothes. I think sometimes maybe people just think, well, there's an angel and sometimes they release, you know, white feathers. I showed you earlier my box where I have different colors from different types of angels that have um, left different feathers behind, you know. And I know this may sound I don't know what it'll sound to you, but, you know, sometimes I hit such a war level when I'm praying for my major superhero friends. I'm all about the Justice League, just like God's about justice, but God's about the Justice League. And we have extreme gifts and and mandates and talents, and we're superhero friends till the end. But there are times where people will think, you know, that people are praying for us and they're not. And that's why it's so critical. I believe that God will leave me a feather like I talked to you earlier and shared my one feather because my one superhero friend was in trouble. And God woke me up to pray. And I said, Lord, I just went to bed. And the Lord says, you will get up right now and pray because your friend is in trouble. And within a blink of an eye, that's when we sent out the angel and he cut through. And I really released and said, God, I need warrior angels now to guard my friend, to get him to be able to do the work that he's doing because he is literally leading out hordes and hordes of darkness. He's taken them out by the word, by the sword of God, by the ministries that he works with. And he is literally taking them out. And if you could hear what I hear behind me right now, you would hear the train. And every time I hear that train, God reminds me that I am on track. And God wants us to know that that train is moving and that we are on track and that we can start to release angels to guard and protect our loved ones, that we can start warring for nations. We can war for America. We can war war for Afghanistan. And we can war and see, you know, I love what the word decrees in John the Baptist. He goes, and the violent take it by force. Sometimes you have to stir up your most holy faith and violently war. I wanted to bring a word to you that would dispel the works of darkness and that would enlighten the works of light, which are the angels. Um, demons and angels and their origins. I wanted to give you bits and pieces so that you would understand through the Holy Word of God that you can release angels. Psalm 103.20 says you can release them to pray and war on your behalf. Many times I've sent them out, even through this um, time that we've been here broadcasting and, and doing this DVD, we have stopped a few times and prayed and released angels to go and, and to help people get set free. I'm telling you, we hit segments today. I know that God literally a fire shot into you. You know 
that you have to take that sword of God, which is the word of the living God, and you have to draw that line in the sand, and you have to make some changes in your household. You may say, well, I don't know if I can handle it. Well, earlier in the segments, we've talked about when you're weak, you can be strong because God will send you strength through his word, through friends. My prayer is that you would be so encouraged right now. So I'm just going to take... um, just a few minutes here and I just want to pray because we can't say anymore that we're dying for lack of knowledge because God's brought forth his word and my prayer is that you would rise up mighty warrior that you would arise and shine those Elijah's and Elijah's and Deborah's and Joan of Arc's and Harriet Tubman's and Smith Wiggleworth's and you and me that we would arise up and that we would be armed and dangerous for the battle that's ahead Because God will give you strategies. He will teach you how to fly in and how to take back the land where the enemy said you would be barren. God says you won't be. He said you will have life abundant. And so King Jesus, right now, we thank you, Lord, that you have allowed us to discern between darkness and light and that we are able to start releasing that angelic um, justice league against the hordes of darkness. And I thank you, God, that when it's all said and done, your word decrees, there isn't even a name for this angel, but that a, but that an angel will bind the angel of darkness and that he will be thrown into the pit forever and that your kingdom will come and heaven and earth will become one and your light will shine and that I believe we're going to even have greater adventures ahead. So we just want to thank you right now, Father, that you will continue to train and teach us and that we would pray and release angels. And like my friend said, I don't even know if I can send that angel back, but it confirmed the word through a feather and through the timeline that it happened and that our words set and create boundaries. And God, let us see your kingdom come. Let your glory, Lord, let the heaven Father, let the gates be ripped open and ripped off and that your glory will continue to pour, pour, pour revelation and light um, into all of our lives. And I know, God, that we will never be the same again. I pray a blessing over every household that hears this message, that they will be encouraged and enlightened because that's what happens when light pierces the darkness. That light illuminates the darkness. And we are set free in your name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining Angela Greening for her War Room podcast. You can discover more about her ministry, books, and DVD resources at AngelaGreening.com. Visit her on Facebook and Instagram. Please join her again next week as she continues to share what God has given her.